0: everybody, and welcome back to Behold the role. I am your narrator, as always, Jesse, and I am joined by... First, we'll introduce you to a guest of the podcast. Um, we have him on today,
1: just sitting here to listen, Jimmy Gledhill. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Real excited to be here and listen to the podcast. Big time fan. Yeah, no worries at all, no worries at
0: all. Um, now let's introduce you to the cast of the podcast. Uh, first and foremost, we got Joe Pinkham. So and Zach Ledford.
2: Hello, everybody! Big Lorkin here. <laughs> I was
0: Lorkin, wondering if your voice was going to change. Here you know, I words, thought about it. This is Lorkin. Oh
2: my god!
0: Lorkin, Forkin, and Porkin.
2: <laughs> Lorkin, Forkin, and Porkin. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, um, as if anybody could forget, but. I guess we should give uh, everybody a little bit of a recap about what happened last time, shall we? We should <clears throat> When we last saw our adventurers, the three of you were having a very- Stop <laughs> waving when I'm trying to talk.
1: Yes sir, sorry, sorry. sir.
0: <laughs> the three of you were given a bombshell when you found out that Johnny Flame was the bassist of sidewalk centaurs I know you guys probably forgot about that considering the rest of what happened last episode but (laughs) um, yeah you guys got to talk to Johnny Flame a little bit and he told you guys that he ended up leaving the band because Johnny Flame couldn't be held down and he wanted to go on to bigger and better things but that it would give you a little bit of a heads up if you guys decided to go to Ashbourne which you decided you did want to go to follow up on one of the leads that the Shadows of Thunder had for you Um, But, of course, that was until you guys went back to your hotel room and decided to crack open the seal on the deck of many things that Mr. Wolf Donfire pulled from the mouth of Mesro the Mimic. And from there, quite a bit happened. First and (laughs) foremost, you guys bullied not only Joe, but, or sorry, well, yeah, Joe, but not only Wolf, but Johnny Flame, into pulling from the deck of many things, and Johnny Flame actually went first, where he received the Fool card and received a negative two to his intelligence permanently. Why do you look guilty, Zach?
3: (laughs) I waved.
0: (laughs) Oh, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Next, Wolf, who was told by his very good friends that this was just a normal deck of playing cards, and they were just playing a game, decided to draw three cards from the deck of many things. First, Wolf, I should have got these statistics. How many gems did
3: you get? Uh, 50,000 gold worth of gems. I First, think it was maybe 20 of them, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, whatever. First, Wolf pulled the card that gave him how much gold? I forgot again. 50,000. <laughs> First, Wolf pulled the card that gave him 50,000 gold worth of gems just laying at his feet. Next, Wolf was witness to a horror that he then basically just found out exists somewhere in this reality and he was just forced to kind of look at it in this little dream state and live with the fact that it exists which still bothers me as the person that came up with it but here we are. Um, Last but not least, he drew the card that made him the scapegoat of a crime that he does not know what it is yet but somewhere someone blames joe for a crime that has happened joe, sorry or joe
3: <laughs> is it uh is it so someone or is it everyone who blames me for a crime that was committed
0: oh you don't know do you
3: no I, I think i wrote it down but
2: that's a fucking dm answer seriously like... <laughs> next
0: Lorkin Brightstrike took his chances by drawing, what was that? You guessed it, three cards from the deck of many things. And first, he drew the Taylor card, and our friendly little gnome turned into a six foot six, 350 pounds straight out of the WWE gnome. And Lorkin and Brightstrike is now a little bit heavier and a little bit bigger.
4: Hey, hey, hey! at bright,
0: strike here. Next, Lorcan drew another card, and he drew the feather card, where he received just a griffin. No real reason why. He just is now the owner of a griffin named McElroy, uh, for no specific reason. This griffin's McElroy, and if I say it enough, do you think we'll get more hits because people think that we're the Good d podcast, absolutely. Are we not? <laughs> and last but not least, Lorkin drew the card that you know a slight bummer after his other two cards, but there's a devil chasing him or something like Whatever. no big deal. Yeah, yeah. It, they Nothing just really can stop
2: wa- a bright strike.
0: They just really want him dead. <laughs> and so, after watching his friends be punished. More often than not, more often than rewarded, Silas Leodore did the smart thing and drew three cards from the deck of many things. (laughs) (laughs) First, Silas drew the card that gave him a vision. And in this vision, Silas met somebody that wants him dead. Him specifically, Silas Leodore, somebody that wants him dead. And it was a man none of you had ever seen before. Just a strange, thin, pale weirdo. Next, Silas drew the card that gave him a little bit of a reward that would be the next enemy or hostile creature or whatever it may be that he or his group may encounter. If he is able to beat them single-handedly, he would gain enough XP to go up another level which is fucking rad like that's a pretty sick card it's an awesome one to pull however it's not an awesome one to pull right before you pull the card that sends you into a dimension where you are um chained up in extra dimensional shackles and nobody knows where you are or
1: spoilers (laughs) what spoilers
0: spoilers this is the recap
1: i'm a guest i haven't caught up yet
0: Oh, sorry. Well, uh, listen to the podcast. Rate us five stars. Check us out. on. Yeah, got it. You got it. Yeah. And as Silas disappeared, your friends were left there wondering what happened to him, and we joined Silas in his extra-dimensional prison where he heard a voice say, Well, isn't this a pleasant surprise? and that is where we are now with one wolf dawnfire and lork and brightstrike sitting alone with a freaking out danny and a passed out johnny flame
3: oh man this is exciting
1: (laughs) (laughs) excellent
0: (laughs) anyway jim if you want to log off we're good for the night we got you Yeah,
1: uh, yeah thanks guys thanks for having me on it was a blast
3: Ooh. um yeah wow okay I uh, I was so sort of wrapped up in ideas I didn't realize how I was going to approach this <laughs> yeah Mcrory just like looks around he's
0: like, huh oh, that was fucking weird you your other friend was here and now he's not anyway yeah, wolf- you
3: got like some berries or something wolf kind of goes up to to Silas's belongings he doesn't say anything just kind of inspects him to see oh now any- he's
2: robbing him.
3: Just kind of inspects the scene to see if he can figure out when, if anything happens. Joe knows that's futile, but Wolf does not.
0: Yeah, you trip over your 50,000 gold worth of gems as you walk over to Silas's <laughs> belongings. Um, so we talked about this either on the Beyond or Off, mic. I can't remember now because it's been like two weeks. Um, Lorcan, give me a history check to see how much you know about the cards of the Deck of Many Things. Because you wildly passed your history check to know of it.
2: Oh boy, it's not nearly as good.
0: No, uh, um, 12. I was going to say with advantage, though, because you passed your other thing.
2: Oh, okay, with advantage. 14. <laughs> 14?
0: <laughs> um, so you don't know what card he pulled, but you do know that in a typical deck of many things, there are two cards that basically take somebody's physical being transfer it somewhere else and the only way that you like know of that's like listed in the card to know where they are is with a wish spell um so other than that like obviously there's other ways you can go about figuring this out but like that is the lore that you know about the deck of many things and the cards that it holds that could do something like this and obviously as you guys found out the deck of many things is always
2: adding little
0: expansion cards
2: (laughs) you know wolf maybe we should try to get another deck of many things
3: after what happened here I don't know that that's such a good idea do you know about do you know what's happened to Silas you seem to know more than you told me before
2: all I know is he disappeared, and we need a wish spell.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: well, that is... <laughs> According to the
2: DM, that's what we need.
3: <laughs> Sweet, man. <laughs> well, well, that is a good start. Um, so, Wolf just kind of takes all the gems and puts him in his backpack, uh, <laughs> and he he kind of kind of sorts <laughs> through Silas's stuff and just kind of starts to organize it, you know, just kind of cleaning it up a little bit, full, like folding the robes and, like, getting everything together so, so he can keep it for safekeeping. Um, yeah, for sure. Jim, question for you. Ish. I didn't want to ask you this because I wanted it to be, like, interesting, like, oh, in yeah. the heat of the moment, but your necklace, did that also fall off? <laughs> Wolf, give me a perception check because I thought about that and I was like, huh, it's the only thing we didn't talk about
0: or investigation, um,
3: whichever one's better. Not one regardless, I hate my life. So, oh.
0: um, yeah, you're you're distraught, so like y- the thought of his necklace is there and then you're like, whatever, it's probably just in this pile somewhere and we'll have to find
3: it. okay. Well, Wolf takes everything that he sees and puts it in his bag. Okay.
2: How tall is Silas?
3: Um,
0: I will say, hold on, we'll answer that in a second. Um, I will say, Wolf, uh, you've seen this scimitar that Silas wields um, that is now laying on the ground. And you see that it's usually got this, like, almost smoky nature to it. Like, it's not. Just outright like smoking and stuff when Silas is holding it, Um, but it's like it's always looked like this shiny black obsidian scimitar. It's like there's just something vibrant and different about it. And now, as you pick it up to put it in your pack to later give back to Silas, presumably, um, you do notice that it just looks kind of like a plain scimitar. Like all the like coolness to it has seemed to just like disappear. It's kind of like when you saw Silas pick up the scimitar of Cleve back in the Aspid mountain. Um, It just kind of looks like a scimitar.
3: Oh shit. So I have did Silas, you had Cleve's dagger as well, right? Yeah. Now you have two scimitars. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yes. I (laughs) I Um,
1: guess there's some stuff I forgot to write down to you.
0: Silas, how tall were you before you died?
1: I was trying to think of that I just looked to see if I had it written down but I don't but I don't believe I was exceptionally tall or short either way so I think you just were just average
2: like, I... yeah like six foot or something yeah, yeah. yep right. well I'm wearing gnome clothes right now so I want to like take my clothes off and put all Silas's clothes on
0: <laughs> okay um you' you do see that his um choblin flip flops are uh, two sizes too small for you, though.
2: All right, I I jam them on my feet very uncomfortably, and I'm kind of like squeezing my feet in. Yeah, yeah,
0: your your feet are like uh, really tight, and they're like bleeding a little bit now. But you you got oh, them in excellent. there.
2: Look, Wolf. I'm I'm Silas Leodore!
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> McElroy looks at you. Looks at Wolf and
3: goes too soon or this is cool
1: <sighs>
3: so just just for a, a question for the dm so just, so since since I didn't see his necklace in the pile does that mean I didn't add it or does that mean I just didn't add it because I didn't see it
0: as you like are picking up stuff to put in your backpack you don't find the necklace right off okay
2: okay what time is it, it cuz it was nighttime correct
0: yeah, you guys were getting ready to go to bed.
2: Mm-hmm. Well shit. Uh, should we go to sleep and let let everyone know tomorrow what's going on, or should we just run right over there now and I guess yeah. I just I don't know what to do, Wolf.
3: It might it might be better to just to get some rest and do it in the morning. Yeah, fuck we'll take... that
2: guy, huh? Pretty much what you're saying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice man. <laughs> Not like a wish spell is going to fall into our lap either way.
2: Yeah, true. I mean, we got to get a wish spell and everything, according to the DM.
0: (laughs) As you guys shut your eyes to go to bed, um, the camera pans outside where we see a wish seagull sitting out there going, wish spell, free wish spell, who wants one? (laughs) Aww. Yeah. And then he flies away after nobody takes him up on his offer and he goes, well, away with the wish gull.
2: do you hear that racket (laughs) Uh, I I go and like lean my head on uh, McElroy and I'm like can't believe he made us draw three cards and I start mumbling myself mumbling to myself while I go to sleep
0: (laughs) McElroy's like I
3: wasn't even here and I'm pretty sure that's false but whatever helps you sleep at night brother (laughs) Wolf just kind of goes over to where Silas was and uh just kind of gets into a meditative pose and just starts sleeping where he where, where Silas was sitting.
0: Yeah, as you both try to go to sleep, you do hear the sounds of um, Danny just like rummaging through like Wolf's whatever's left that didn't get put in Joe's bag or on Lorcan's body apparently, <laughs> and <laughs> she's just like kind of rummaging around trying to find a place to lie down, going,
1: ooh, ooh,
0: oh, ooh. All right, and you guys go to bed. Um, yeah. How do we and sleep? probably pretty bad. You tell me, but like maybe you sleep great. You probably sleep even worse because you're not used to being oh.
2: six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, definitely have sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh shit.
2: I I, I imagine Lorcan is a heavy snorer now, and uh, <laughs> it's a, it's an obnoxious. Bright Strike. Why does why he? Why does he have night
0: parrots now?
2: <laughs> Lots changed with Lorcan and Bright Strike. <laughs> yeah, I guess so,
0: man. Um. So yeah, you guys wake up, and as you wake up, you see Johnny Flame, um, is like s- sitting up in his clothes still, and he's like looking around, and he's like, man. What the hell did we do last night, guys? Did we have a party or something? And he like is clearing his eyes because I think you guys made Johnny Flame drink a bunch too, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and he like rubs his I think eyes we or whatever.
2: Weed rods too.
0: Yeah, I, I just remember him being <laughs> fucked up and passing out. Um, and he kind of looks around and he sees the giant griffin. He sees six foot six Lorcan and he sees the, uh, lack of Silas and he's like, am I still dreaming
3: or? Unfortunately not. I suggest we pack up our things and we go talk to the shadows of the thunder one more time.
2: Yeah, I I think you might be right on this one, but you know, before we do, uh, do anything, maybe we should get me some new shoes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> S- seems really necessary I'm, I'm on board with lurking here
2: <laughs> my feet are bleeding here
3: why don't why don't you go do that and I'll go talk with the shadows and meet you me back there when you're done does that sound like a plan
2: well now I just seem like the selfish party member but okay
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you seem like it <laughs> and uh so, Wolf will gather his things. He'll take one last look around cuz like it's it's bugging both him and Joe that he can't find the necklace. So, he's like just double checking to make sure he hasn't missed anything. And then he pieces out. Okay.
0: Johnny Flame sees you doing that and he's like, "What are you what are you looking for?"
3: The uh wow. Yep. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> forgot my character voice. The the boy had a necklace he used to wear, and I cannot find it. If you happen to see it, grab it for me, would you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I could take a look with you. Uh, Johnny Flame will give you advantage if you want to re-roll your investigation check. I would.
3: Well, the first roll's a two. Second roll's a 13. <laughs> I
0: thought you were a- going to say a three at first.
3: <laughs> I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. Can I do a perception instead, or does it have to be investigation?
0: I don't give a shit.
3: So 16 then.
0: <laughs> Why does anybody listen to this podcast? I
2: don't know. I stopped.
0: Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> um, you say a 16 total? Yes. Yeah, you still don't find it.
4: God damn it. All
0: Nor right. does Johnny Flame. And he's like, well, he, he turns over like one pillow and a uh, pulls a blanket back. And he's like, well. If I haven't found it, then it can't be here.
3: Uh, Wolf turns to uh, Wolf turns to Danny, and he just kind of kneels, like kneels down, or I guess he squats, and just kind of uh, beckons her to come over to him.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh, she doesn't move.
3: Listen, I. There's some shit. (laughs) I was just thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) There is something of the boys I cannot find. We're going to be going out for a little bit, but if you find anything else, please let us know. It's good to have as many keepsakes as we can.
2: The bird can't speak English. I was going to say, he's talking to Johnny Flamer? I mean, Danny.
3: Talking to Danny. Talking to Danny.
0: Yeah, Danny looks at you and goes, "Oh," and then uh, like scuttles back under the belongings in the.
2: What'd she inn. say, M- McElroy? I
0: don't know. I ain't a fucking. I'm a griffin, dude. That's an owl. On, bear. You...
2: you're right. Let's go get me some shoes, McElroy. Uh, I mean, I, I, uh, guess I get man... on his back.
0: <laughs> he just walks you there.
1: <laughs> Huzzah!
0: Yeah, de fucking do! And he walks out the door. <laughs> and, um, Bright Johnny strike F- out. I presume you tell Johnny Flame what happened because he passed out before all this stuff. So um, I did
2: not tell him anything. Oh
0: sweet dude, Joe, do you want to say that Wolf to- told him on the way to <clears throat> the Shadows? Yeah, if if he's accompanying me, then absolutely. Yeah, he's gonna come with you because he's certainly not going with Larkin. Uh, Thanks, brother. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we'll do um, Larkin scene first because it's the most important one. Um, so you walk About back. Time down.
2: Someone understands.
0: Uh, you walk back down to Choblins, and there's actually a line. I don't walk. Sorry. A
2: ride
0: McElroy walks down to Choblins. <laughs> you have to give him directions. And um yeah, there's a line outside of Choblin's shop. There's like two or three people in line. Two or three?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I uh I take my I take Silas's shoes off and uh I put them in my pack. I'm like I start stretching my toes. McElroy, can you can you get us to the front?
0: <laughs> he just like looks at you and he's like yeah, I mean, and just walks you guys in front of the other two
2: people and they're like, what the hell, man? We've been here all morning. So this this griffin's untrained. It's not my fault.
0: Yeah, the griffin somehow flips them off and goes, sit on it and spin, boys. And then just walks you into the building. Um,
2: Good one, Michael Roy. And, McElroy.
0: <laughs> and um, yeah, Choblin looks up and he's like, hard at work. You see sweat just... Pouring down his brow. It almost looks like Choblin didn't even go to bed last night. And he looks up and he's like, Hey Hold on a minute, sir. I'm 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 quite busy. You might have to come back.
2: Choblin, it's 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 me, Lorkin.
0: (laughs) He hears the voice and looks up and he's like, Oh Lorkin, what'd you do? Do you have one of those fancy spells like your friend has that makes you look all sexy, but instead you look like a giant?
2: Um, not exactly. Remember Wolf?
0: Of course I remember Wolf. He's the inheritor of my shop
2: when I die. You might want to rethink that. He's very immature. He made us all pull three cards from the Deck of Many Things. Who does that?
0: (laughs) Well, I I don't quite know what the Deck of Many Things is, but... uh, It's this
2: deck that does stuff. I mean, look at me. Oh, and Silas has disappeared.
3: (laughs) <laughs> now Wolf is responsible for two crimes <laughs> yeah. Well, ain't uh, that we, a pissa?
2: It is uh, Listen, uh, because of my You know, massive size I need a new pair of shoes You got any Bright Strikes available?
0: <laughs> well, I mean Considering I talked to you about What is it now? Approximately nine hours ago I do not And <laughs>
2: <laughs> You know, time um, flies when you're Getting huge
0: I'm gonna be honest with you, Lurk, and i'm if you could as you probably saw, but when you come up, i was I'm very busy these days after the invention of these flip flops, so I mean, I might have something out back, but I don't know what, but if you find any of my old shoes, I ain't selling that stuff no more anyway, but if you find one big enough for you, you can take them on the road
2: with you, so you don't have any flip flops available for a six foot six three hundred fifty pound bright strike.
0: Oh, I actually just sold the last one. And you look outside and see a six foot six, 350 pound guy just like walking around in his flip flops, like,
2: oh boy, I love my new flip flops. Dang it, every time. <laughs> All right, I want to go out back and start looking for big shoes. <laughs> All right, give me a uh, D20
0: to see if you roll a one to a five, you don't find anything. Five to a 10, they suck. 10 to a 15 they're okay or like pretty good and 15 up you can tell me what you find
2: do i roll with an advantage nope all right i got a five (laughs) um you find some socks that look like they would fit you but no shoes um so i grab the pair of socks and i bring them out i'm like can you just put like pads on the bottom or something he he looks at him and he's like, "Oh, I don't even know where those
0: came from. I don't even sell socks. Somebody must have left them there when they were trying shoes on." But uh, do they stink? Oh yeah, damn They're, it, they are rough. Uh, but you see, he grabs like the uh, sole of like a like size six shoe, and you need like a size fifteen now. And he just like staples the sock to the sole. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, buddy, this should get you get you around." <laughs> Real good, like.
2: Uh, I slip it on. (laughs) Yeah, it's uncomfortable. (laughs) Is it worse or better than the shoes I was wearing of Silas's? Oh, worse, because these are smaller. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, thanks anyway, Choblin. And I, uh, I I get back, you know, I have McElroy leave again. Let's go, McElroy. Let's go meet up with Wolf. Yeah. Uh, Later, Choblin.
0: See you later, Lorcan. Don't be a stranger. I'll have bright strikes next time you come here, as long as it's oh. not within nine hours.
2: Don't forget my new size.
0: <laughs> he jots down a note for you and he's like, hopefully that guy don't buy them out before you. And you see that massive guy just strutting down the street with his brand new flip-flops.
2: Gotta hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just like this big um, he actually also kind of looks like a gnome, even though he's that size. But he's just got like a big fuzzy beard and a big jolly tummy, and he's just walking around going, "I love my flip-flops. I love my
2: flip-flops."
0: Uh. And everybody's complimenting him on his flip-flops. It's
2: real nice. Uh, actually, I want to. I want to go up to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey, buddy! Nice, a uh, nice shoes you got there, but they're not that nice. You know what I mean?
0: He turns and looks, and he's like, "Oh well, thank you so much. I, I just bought them from Mister Choblin over there, and I am sure glad that I did because I've, I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is the first pair of shoes I've ever owned. And being this big, my, my feet have hurt my entire life. I'm just truly blessed to have these shoes."
2: Don't I know it? And I slap my stomach. Um, he, do you? Want- he looks,
0: he looks you up and down. And he's like. May I say, I don't want to make this weird, but you are a a good-looking gentleman. I've never
2: met you before. You know, I appreciate that. You know, so Choblin just gave me these limited edition pair of shoes. And I was thinking maybe we could do a little switcheroo, you know what I mean? Just, I want to give, it's like a gift almost. A limited edition? What'd he give you? Uh, I pull off my my stapled sock? (laughs) Uh, he
0: looks at it and he's like, "Oh, so those kind they're of where like, the
2: they,
0: they kind of look like socks with a shoe bottom stapled to them."
2: Oh no, no, they're brand brand new.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a persuasion check.
2: All right. Oh, what the fuck is that? Oh, was four. <laughs> uh, how's that How's a nine
0: <laughs> uh, he looks at him and he's like you know it, since they're limited edition then I'll definitely let you let you hang on to him honestly I'm just blessed to have these flip flops like I've been walking by Choblins for the last year year and a half and his old shoes just look so dreamy and now that I have these I just really feel like I've become somebody you know
2: Whatever. And I walk off. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it, it was nice to meet you. What's your name?
2: I continue walking.
0: <laughs> okay, bye, big man with a big bird. And he walks back. He's like, I love my flip flops. I love my <sighs> flip flops.
2: Can't believe that guy didn't trade with me.
0: <laughs> uh, McElroy's like, yeah, I mean, either, dude. Real fucking weird.
2: Well, I know! Anyway, let's go to Wolf now.
0: Yeah, all right. So we cut back to Wolf. Wolf, you've told Johnny Flame everything. And Johnny Flame's like, so let me get this straight. We still haven't found any of your bodies yet. And now we've lost the second Silas body.
3: <laughs> that about so sums So we're it negative
0: up. one body since the beginning of our investigation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, ain't that some shit.
3: <laughs> yep
0: um so yeah you get to the um like kingdom place where the shadows of Lithander have been chilling and um you go in and shirax is there and she's like oh wolf good morning i've been waiting for you guys your uh your ride's actually almost here it should be here in the next two or three minutes so this is perfect timing
3: Uh, actually, we, uh, I need to talk with you. We, well, to sum it up, poor decisions were made and Silas is lost to us and we need your help to find him or to try and find him. She
0: slams the desk a little bit and she's like, God damn it, Johnny, did you guys go out drinking again? And Silas wandered off somewhere. Is that what he's talking about? And Johnny Flame just kind of shuffles his feet like a toddler and he's like, no. No, it's not, not quite that. Um, yeah, wolf, 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 wolf. Why don't you? Why don't you tell her? I gotta, I gotta go find Lurkin and make sure he makes it here real quick. And Johnny Flame <laughs> scampers out of the uh, office.
3: Okay. Um, Shereks, please sit. This is going to be quite the story. Uh,
0: I am clearly already sitting. I am working on your files, actually. What, just well, tell me then, what's going on. I got I got so much stuff to do. There's so many bodies that I'm supposed to have found and frankly I'm just it's all piling up, Wolf, let me tell you. All these bodies. I'm just I just want to find one. That's all I want.
3: Well, you're not going to like what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so we we went to play cards last night and I was I was Well, long story short, we all pulled from the deck of many things and Silas...
0: She immediately looks up from her work and she goes, you did what?
3: Yep. (laughs) 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 They... I didn't exactly know what they were, but I have a feeling that both Silas and Lorcan may have known more than they told me, but I didn't really sense anything dangerous about them, so we all played some cards, we all had some stuff happen, and Silas it seems bore the has taken the worst fate he disappeared where he was sitting, and we don't know anything Lorcan said we might need a wish spell to find him, but
0: Uh, as you say that too, she just like, rubs her temples and she's like, ah, fuck me fuck me so he got one of the two cards. Yep. Yeah. And she like uh, slides her little rolly chair over and like pulls out a little file folder and like is flipping through it. And she's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. This is gonna, this is gonna take me a minute. Um. So, so like, do you, do you have any leads? Like how, how are you guys going to get a
3: wish spell? So, We, I, I have nothing yet. I have not had time to think really, but.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you guys were up all night worrying sick.
3: Actually, we went to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) There's, you, believe me when I say it would not have done anyone any good uh, to to sit up and worry about it, but.
0: (laughs) silas wouldn't have wanted that
3: i uh i i am curious i don't know much about these cards but if whatever has happened to him do you do you think anything happened has happened with his original body
0: she uh flips through the like file for a minute and she's <coughs> like well i'm gonna be honest i'm not like an aficionado on the deck of many things, but I do know a little bit about it. I can't imagine why it would do anything to his original body, because in my history, like dealing with the card, it, the wording basically just says his body goes and his, cause his belongings were there, right? Yes. Yeah. So, My best uneducated guess here, man, would be that his other body's probably still wherever it has been. But now, only Lathander knows where this one is, so...
3: That that is true. Um, And then, Wolf kind of... Do you want me to actually dialogue out all of the cards that I pulled, too, or just kind of let her know? No,
0: you can just tell me that you give her the rundown of everything that happened and then... Um,
3: okay. And okay. did Wolf really see what kind of cards uh, Lorcan pulled or no? Is he going to have to explain that himself?
0: I don't know. It's up to you guys if you think you would have told each other what was going on as they were happening or whatever.
3: Would Lorcan well, have done I mean, that? Two was... of my
2: cards are pretty damn obvious. Yeah, well, true. I'm actually more concerned <laughs> about
3: the one that's not so obvious.
2: Um... Where I pulled it the third, I'm not. I'm not so sure Lorcan has even taken time to think about the devil. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay, okay. What so about we'll
0: f- you, Silas? Or sorry, Jim. I know you're trying to take a nap over there. But do you think I Silas? Am. Do you think Silas took the time to tell them about any of his cards before he kept drawing?
1: Um, I think so.
0: You think so? I okay. feel like I think as, even if it was just cursory.
4: Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah. okay.
3: Okay. And Wolf will just explain his cards and... Uh, Everything he knows, basically.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and she's like, well... So you got... What you're saying is you're loaded.
3: Yes, I have. I'm sure that could come in useful. Joe has ideas, but Wolf does not, because he hasn't had time to think about it yet.
4: Well,
0: um, well, nipples, um, that's going to (laughs) be, that's a, that's a good start, man. Like, cause if you're looking to get your hands on a wish spell or get in touch with somebody that has one, like you're going to need a lot of money. Um, oh boy. I really don't know what to tell you. Um,
3: well, let me ask you this. This is uh, one of the cards. I know I've already kind of explained this, but it's kind of bugging me that apparently now I'm responsible for a crime that I don't know what happened. So if you hear anything about that, please send a bird and tell me as soon as you can, because I don't need to be getting into trouble.
0: Well, actually, now that you say that, we've been communicating with our people on the ground. Um, with these like arcane speaking stones. And I think it's, I think it would behoove us if we give you guys one too, because we're going to need to be in contact now that all this is going down. So um, here's my number. And she writes it on a little piece of paper and (laughs) gives you a stone, like the one that um, Maraxador gave you when you guys went off to get Lorcan's mom. Um, okay. and she's like, "This way, if I hear anything, or if you hear anything, we can rendezvous. The service on it isn't great. Occasionally, you'll be out of service when the DM decides you are. Um, but you know, it, it's better than nothing."
3: Well, I appreciate that because I don't want to get into a spot that I'm unprepared. Yeah, or I unaware mean, aware of the consequences.
0: I have a feeling we're all kind of unprepared for everything that's going on right now, man.
3: Mm.
0: Meanwhile, uh Johnny Flame and Lorkin and uh McElroy walk in. And Johnny <laughs> Flame's like Did did you tell her already, Wolf?
3: I did, yes.
0: Okay, sweet, then we're back.
2: Hello everybody! Lorkin Brightstrike <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: Shrax just looks at you and then looks back at Wolf <laughs> and she's like, alright, so, well, this isn't my voice. Alright, so, what's the plan here? Like, it's gonna take me a hot minute to get you any leads as far as a wish spell or looking for Lorcan or whatever. I'm right you here, guys. I meant Silas, sorry. I'm a little oh, distracted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you, I don't know, unless you have any specific ideas, it's going to take me a hot minute. So are you guys still planning on going to Ashburn to Ashburn to follow up with
2: this Dankson fellow or? I you think know, we he, might, we might as well. Um, Choblin said my shoes won't be ready for at least another nine hours.
0: <laughs> uh, you see Shoraks actually looks up really quickly and she's like, wait a minute ashbourne actually and she grabs like her files again and like flips through them a little bit and she's like i it's gonna take me a minute but let me let me make some calls ashbourne's the it's the uh biggest town for religion um so if anybody has maybe any divine favors going on or Anything like that, it, it's at least worth looking into, man. Like, let me see if I could find anybody, and then maybe while you're over that way, you can kill two birds with one stone. If we, whoa, can.
2: whoa, I cover, uh, I cover, I cover McElroy's ears.
0: McElroy's like, oh yeah, thanks, dude. It wasn't a turn of phrase or anything. Never heard that one before.
2: <clears throat> you're so funny, and I elbow him right in the neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't elbow me.
2: Hey, hey, whoa, we're, we're buds now. He he ruffles his feathers. (laughs) Sorry. He, he's a little touchy. We're still working Uh -uh. out the kinks.
0: And she looks at Larkin again, and then immediately back at Wolf again, just ignoring Larkin. (laughs) She's like, all right, well, if you guys are going to get going, you might as well get ready to take off. Um,
2: Whoa, take off. What are we going? Where are we going again? Tra- she looks at- I meant, what are we going on again
0: <laughs> she looks at you for the third time and she's
2: just like are you sure you don't want to just leave him here like <laughs> he's the one who made us draw all those cards did he say he went first
0: look I-, I don't want to hear more about the cards I'm very very in the weeds that you guys would draw from the deck of many things it's very very dangerous as you found out and the very fact that irresponsible, you're
2: responsible t- wolf
0: fact, you all drew so many cards is extremely irresponsible. But come with me. Oh, Zach just punched his oh, microphone. Shit. Sorry. Come with me. And she stands up and walks outside. She leads you guys down the road a little bit um, towards where the like air dock is. I can't remember what I called it again already. Hold on. Oh, she leads you towards the Sky Bay where you guys got on your airship before. Um and she's like, Alright, it would take you guys at least a couple of days to walk to Ashbourne. So I figured it are you guys good with some sky transportation again?
2: Yes. Sure am and I pet I pet McElroy.
0: <laughs> That's true. I guess you could just fly there now. Like I mean, I don't know, maybe you can do one at a time or something, but uh, that might end up taking you too long because um, if you guys are good with it, I actually was able to procure... Nope. What's the word I want? Procure? Yeah. Procure. Thank you, Joe. I love you. <laughs> um, I was actually able to procure you guys a little bit of help on your trip to ashbourne um i was doing a little bit of digging into the testimony of Rhett that when she was originally interviewed by (coughs) douglas and um she had mentioned something about when dankson had found this weird necklace apparently is when he started getting all weird and cult-followy and stuff like that. And we did a little bit of research on that. And last night, actually, not too long after you guys left, we found out that this necklace is... We don't know much about it right now, but what we do know is it's supposedly a very sought-after item that many people have been looking for for quite some time, which is just peachy. But uh, we pulled some strings, and there was actually... One of the guys that we've been able to kind of contract out, if you will. Um, He's a guy that whenever we have weird items or artifacts or things of that nature, he's just very knowledgeable on that kind of stuff. He's very good with those kind of things. And um, he's willing to go with you guys. And if finding this necklace is going to end up a helping you guys find Dankson and figure all of that jazz out and B, get that necklace out of the wrong hands, obviously, then I figured it was, you know, a a good twofer, if you will. Um, And as she says this, there is a airship that you guys see that she's been like pointing at when she asked if you were cool to um, do sky travel again. And that airship actually flies away. Um, And behind it is this really like lame looking hot air balloon style airship. It's got like a rickety basket and it's like literally a hot air balloon. Um, And she's like, oh, and by the way, don't worry about the travel. We couldn't send you on another airship because with everything going on right now, there's a little bit of tension between, you know, the fact that people are saying the Sky Raiders are back, and you know Ashborn being a little bit standoffish with Evermore. Uh, we figured this would be a lot safer for you guys, but don't worry, don't rickety worry. Rickety
2: old balloon. We're,
0: we'll 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 teach you how to use it. Don't worry. But this is the the fellow that I was telling you about. This is the fellow that's going to be coming with you and as she says this she motions towards the air balloon and um a figure steps out of the like little basket of the hot air balloon they've clearly been waiting there for you and jimmy why don't you introduce the party to
1: your new character all right sitting at the air balloon you see carrick goldmark uh he's a seven foot nine goliath um he has—he's uh, very muscular, um, probably four to four hundred and fifty pounds. Um is he wears a, a leather vest, uh, barefoot. <laughs> um, and atop of his shoulders sits his half brother, but full best friend, Tissero, um, an icy blue drake. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, Carrick, uh you see, on his back, he um, holds—he has a giant maul that he swings with two hands. Um, he has a nice little whip um, that he has on his belt. Um, yeah, I think that is everything you see. Yeah. Very, very He's tall, muscular me, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Sharax walks up and like extends her hand, and she's like, "Kerrig, again." I'm very thankful that you happen to be in town and thank you so much for taking this last minute job. It's always awesome to work with you, but I'm just so glad this worked out. Shrex, it's a, it's a joy. It really is.
4: You know, it's it's always a pleasure working with you. is always up for a nice job.
0: And she shakes your head and uh, she she motions to Tessero and uh, she's like, may I? It's been a while.
4: Yeah, Tessero, go ahead, show her.
0: <laughs> and she uh, gives him a little, it's a him, right? Yes. Yeah. Gives him a little, like, uh, firm rub on the head, and Tessero, like, licks his tongue up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, God, uh, I, I love this, Drake. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is Wolf, Dawnfire, Lorkin, Brightstrike, and my bounty hunter. I don't think you've met him yet. He's brand new, Johnny Flame. Um, they're going to be. about McElroy? Yeah, and this weird new bird that I don't really know. Uh, McElroy, I ma- just said that. McElroy's like rude. Um, and people these days. McElroy like looks up at you and whispers, "He's like, what's her deal? You know, if she's like taken or anything, or you think I got a shot? Like, is she into birds?
2: Yeah, you are <laughs> gorgeous. Of course, you have a shot.
0: <laughs> hey, you." Can you put in a good word for me when we get back, or like,
2: you know, are I'm, we at
0: that level yet? You wingman, I wingman-ing? think
2: we're at that level. I'm wing. I see what you did there, wingman.
0: <laughs> he, he he smiles. <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't know if you catch that, and he bird daps you.
2: God, I knew we'd be best friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're not as stupid as I thought you were when I first met you.
2: Of course not. I'm a bright strike.
0: <laughs> Don't know what that means. Um, and anyway, <laughs> you'll learn. Shirax is like, yeah, so they're going to be, they, they're the people that I was telling you about, the people that are looking for their lost treasure. And she winks at you, realizing she's out in the open. She has filled you in on what's going on. Um, We're actually
2: looking for our bodies. You see,
1: Lorcan. Uh, you see, Carrie kind of stops mid sentence and he whips his head back and forth. He's, did you, did you say treasure?
4: No, no, no. Looking for treasure? Oh, Carrick's your boy. (laughs) And he
1: gets real amped and he goes up and runs up to Lorcan and picks him up and gives him a huge hug and
4: says, Don't you worry, little fella. I'm going to help you find that treasure and your bodies. Because our body is a treasure.
0: Shirax says way too loud as well. She's like, Everybody, stop talking about lost bodies. (laughs) Johnny Flame's like, Shirax, you're not supposed to yell about the puppies. (laughs) and Shirax gets all flustered and she's like look I'm done with this Carrick thank you so much Wolf here's the file and she gives you the uh, file that you guys had looked through about Dankson and like the red interview and stuff like that Um, and she's like Johnny knows where to get in touch with Douglas when you guys touch down and he will give you a more thorough rundown on what he's learned and he will get you set up with an interview with Rhett. He's actually already gotten in touch with her. She's willing to talk to you guys so that way you can get a little more information out of her.
3: That sounds good to me.
4: Thank you again, Sherax. You uh make sure you contact us anytime you have a job. You you know where to find us.
3: Oh you'll never be disappointed.
4: I
0: I haven't been yet.
3: Just one more.
0: Well, and she looks at Lurkin. <laughs> and she's like, "I haven't been disappointed with you. Let's let's put it that way." And you never said,
2: We got this, shirax We'll we'll get our boy back.
4: Don't worry. I'm gonna make a treasure out of this little one yet. Yeah. And I pick up Lurkin again. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: imagining because Lurkin's riding on the back of McElroy, so you just <laughs> keep picking him up <laughs> off of McElroy and putting him back down.
4: There you go, young guy. <laughs> Don't fall. <laughs>
0: McElroy looks at Tessero and is like, I like your dragon
1: lizard. <laughs>
4: Thanks, he, he's my brother. Well, half brother. Full best friend.
2: <laughs> you know, the, McElroy's my best friend. And
4: I, uh, <sighs> I, I, I pet him.
0: That's debatable.
4: <laughs> well, we he should, should, we should all go. We should all hang out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we, could, we could look for treasure. Um, Any,
0: anyway, McElroy starts going. walking towards the balloon.
3: <laughs> so before Wolf uh, heads onto to the balloon, he turns the Shrach really quick. Can, just One last thing, if you ever get the chance, I just thought of something that could help. If you ever have free time, you should make some posters and offer a 50,000 gold reward for whoever finds Silas. If nothing else, it'll get more people to look. You know what he looks like. Find someone who can draw it. Mass producer.
1: You see, uh, Kerrig is like right behind Wolf's shoulder and he's like, did, did
4: you say 50,000 gold?
0: <laughs> yeah. Shrax's eyes go wide and she's like, maybe, maybe I won't start with 50,000. Um, that might just get us into some trouble with some pirates, but I will, I'll see what I can do.
3: Oh, I don't care who finds him as long as I find him.
0: Well, Kerrig's going well, to be mean... find him.
4: Don't you worry, Shrax. I'm on it. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm fine with Carrick finding him. Don't really want murderers finding him or extorting us for our 50,000 gold and then we're at square one, but I'll handle the logistics, Wolf, and you handle the the uh, heavy lifting, so to speak.
2: Yeah, leave the thinking to the bright strikes.
0: Nope, it's going to be left to me. Anyway, get on your air balloon.
2: Lorcan, porkin oh, Lordhead. and Porkin, and I walk on the balloon.
3: Wolf heads on his well.
1: Okay. Carrick follows, catch, right? and uh, uh, Carrick walks towards the balloon and uh, tips his hat. He he actually wears a um like a brown cowboy hat as well, and he uh, tips it at Sherax as he climbs it on the uh, the hot air balloon. Bam. She
0: gives you a she gives you a little salute, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I was supposed to tell you how to work this thing. It's super easy. All you got to do is you uh, pull the lever. It's gonna I pull the
1: lever." <laughs>
2: yeah, well, all right,
0: it's gonna light the air balloon, and like a flame goes up, and what the balloon inst- the, the balloon instantly starts going. Yeah, the fire's super loud; you can barely hear her. And she's like, "So there's six buttons, and you have to alternate a couple of them. And oh no! Uh, you push all of them, and the balloon starts scraping across the ground. And oh,
2: no. what am I doing?
4: What are you doing, fella? I thought you knew how to drive this. Yeah, it starts
0: shooting... telling
2: me how to drive it!
0: It starts shooting into the sky really quickly, and um, she doesn't have time to explain to you the rest of it, and you just shoot off into the sky. Uh, (laughs) Give me a survival check to see if you can get a hang of what these buttons
1: actually do. Is that at him, or...?
0: He's the one at the buttons, yeah. Okay, 11... You can give him advantage if you want to help him.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me show you how this thing's done. I've oh, never done I am this thing before. So cold. All right. Would so you...
2: eleven, and then the second one's bomb.
0: Yeah. So with an eleven, you um, you can only tell that like a couple of these buttons seem like they do the directionals, and a couple of them like change the intensity of the flame and then a couple of them kind of shift the balloon itself, kind of like a sail. But you can't get a grip on which one it is, and you're just kind of like... hovering, and then like you shoot into the air a little bit, and then you start to drop, and you're not really making any distance, you're just kind of bouncing in the sky like a bird stuck in a storm.
2: You know, I think I need to rest my feet, I think someone should take the controls.
4: I-I can help you with that, fella. I've driven one of these. uh, Shadows of Lithuania sometimes kind of get cheap out and uh, don't, you know, uh, shell out for a nice airship. So I've ridden one of these things once or twice.
2: All right. I didn't ask for a life story, but I'm going to go sit in the corner for a bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Karagom, go ahead and give me a survival check with Advantage since you've been in one of these before. We'll see Uh. if you've ever actually driven one.
4: Uh, 19.
0: 19? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you get the hang of the, uh, buttons. You realize pretty quickly it's pretty similar to the ones that you've been in. And, like, you push one button and it intensifies the fire, which makes it go, like, quicker in one direction. And then you push another button. It adjusts the balloon so that it, like, pushes you in the right direction towards Ashbourne. Now, come here, little fella. I can teach you how to
4: drive.
2: Uh, like I said, I point at my foot and I'm like, these these
4: shoes are horrible. I just need a rest. All, all
1: right, right, all
0: right. McElroy walks up to you and he's like, yeah, I'll learn.
1: Okay, I, put, I do that thing like in that movie Ghost where I put my arms around McElroy. Carrick puts his arms around McElroy and like teaches him how to push the yeah. buttons and drive it.
0: <laughs> McElroy's <laughs> like, let me tell you, man, being a bird, my, my biggest fear, my hell loop is not learning, not being able to fly anymore, so... Yeah, what? If my wings ever go down, I gotta figure out a second way of flight.
4: Well, old care here can teach ya. You. you just stick with him. Hell oh, yeah. He's my best friend. I already got a best friend. I don't need him. To... The good old Tessero here is on my shoulder. Yeah, I'm watching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so is there anything specific
0: you guys want to do before you get to Ashbourne?
3: Yes, there's one thing I like to. Try and resolve real quick. Okay. Orkin, did you say you need some shoes?
2: Yeah, I could I could really use some shoes. I mean Choblin did his best. Let I, me, I hold up the stock shoe thing that he made.
3: <laughs> let me let me see those.
2: Uh, careful they stink and I hand them to, <laughs> to Wolf.
3: So Wolf takes the uh, Wolf's gonna uh, Perform the ritual to essentially make... Channel his divinity, to say, is to make him a Lorcan some shoes. I'm just going to use that. Okay, have to do that here. So <laughs> gonna use like, two, two gold pieces.
0: Oh, now and, they're going to uh, be crusty socks after Wolf channels his divinity. Yeah, into them.
2: yeah, buddy.
3: <laughs> so uh, I'll spend an hour doing that, and Lorcan, how would you like him to look?
2: Well, I have a new pair of Bright Strikes being made, so... You know, you know, what if they looked like, uh, you know, a pair of shoes with like a bunch of holes in them and they, and they're called, uh, you know, so right now they're socks. What if we didn't call them socks? We called them something that rhymes with socks.
0: What if we called them flame shoes?
2: Yeah, that's one idea. What do you, what do you think, uh? What what do you think? What's his name? Carrie. Uh, that's the Kerrig guy. Carrie
4: Goldmark is the name, and you won't forget it. That sounds I did like already. A, that sounds like a great idea for some shoes, and you know if you need help finding the prototype, <laughs> I can help you. Yeah, I was thinking of a name, but yeah, whatever. You say, <laughs> I was gonna say Carrie
0: clearly wasn't
4: listening. <laughs> I ain't got I ain't got shoes, so I don't. I, I'm not a I'm not a master at these shoes thing.
2: Yeah, we'll come up with the name later.
3: So, Wolf kind of thinks. Wolf's kind of thinking about it as as he's uh, as he's you know focusing on it, and about halfway through, he realizes that those aren't practical <laughs> um, with a bunch of holes in them. He ends up just making like a fairly solid, like brown pair of boots with like gold, uh, like uh, you know the things that laces go around, like they're like they're golden. I don't know what they're called, like. The like eyelet things, yeah, the, like, like golden eyelets, um, yeah. And some, there's no string just for flavor, but
0: give me a uh, Arkana check to see how well you do. Uh, that's a 19 on the dice, so they're gonna be friggin- okay, yeah. They're they are very nice looking boots once he's done with them, Larkin.
2: Dang, these are real nice. I don't see any holes, and I'm like, I requested, but I'll take them, and I chuck I them on.
0: <laughs> you chuck them on uh make a dexterity saving throw make sure you don't throw them off the airplane.
2: <laughs> i'm rolling so cold a dexterity saving throw yeah sure Ah, uh, 14
0: okay yeah you're fine you uh yeah. you go to grab them and you almost lose them to a gust of wind but you're able to catch them and put them on they're super comfy
2: Dang, these feel so much better. And I start jumping on the bo- the balloon.
0: Uh, the balloon starts going down.
2: <laughs> sir, sir, oh, can you not do that? You're oh, too sorry. heavy. I, f- I, forget I'm, I forget all this new muscle I got. And I start flexing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Johnny Flame looks over and he's like, Yeah, all the new dinner muscle.
2: Hey.
4: <laughs> I heard that.
0: <laughs> what? No, you didn't.
4: With a body like that there, young little fella, you must eat, what, like 6,000 calories a day? No, I have this new app on my phone. Wow.
2: Very careful about it.
0: You don't have a phone anymore. It was taken by a bat and an aspid.
2: Oh, forgot about the bat. No wonder I'm so big now. That wasn't even the card that did it, I don't think.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's because you don't have your app anymore. So anyway, you guys are flying through the sky. Is there anything else you wanted to do? No, I'm good. Nope. Okay, you good? No. All right. So as you start to approach Ashbourne, let's hop into one of our favorite things, which is a overview description of Ashbourne, the town.
2: As you fly. What? You wrote that, though, right?
0: I did, actually, for once. Excellent! As you fly further from Evermore, you soar over lakes and forests until suddenly, within eyesight, you see your destination. Ashborn. Much less highfalutin than Everborn. Nope. Nope much less highfalutin than Evermore, Ashbourne is the smallest of the four towns in the square, and it sits at the southeast of Omergia, just west of the byway and north of the small fishing village known as Rockport. Ashbourne is best known for being the home of hunters, fishers, history, and those who seek to devote themselves to their religion. Which isn't surprising, because the first thing you see as you approach in the distance is a massive block of churches and steeples, each uniquely sized and colored, to celebrate their chosen deity, all harmoniously painting the horizon in front of you. Your balloon begins to touch down, and as you get to the dock, you see that there is a couple of, like... This dock is much less, you know interesting and populated than the skyport of Evermore. But you do see a couple of older airships that are like docked and you see a couple of like air balloon looking things that look similar to um, the one that you guys were on or whatever. Um, And in the distance, you actually see a like really big airship also touching down like in the biggest part it's like a big nice looking airship too and you see a bunch of people like actually like rushing over to that and kind of like waiting around as you guys are also touching down but yeah you have made it to Ashbourne
3: very cool
4: hell yeah You boys ever
0: been to Ashbourne? I yeah, have not, Have I no... ever
2: been to Ashbourne?
0: Uh, I mean, that's up to you. Have you?
2: Nope. First okay. time.
3: <laughs> don't I was going to say wolf stuff.
0: I... Def- yeah. You China guys are going like... to love
4: it here.
0: Yeah, Ashbourne's pretty sick. Like They got lots of cool stuff. Like what? I don't know. I was hoping you wouldn't call me out on it. <laughs> frankly it's kind of, the the couple times i have been here it's kind of boring it's just a lot of churches really but do, do, do you believe in the good lord little fella me
4: <laughs> no lurking
2: well i guess it depends which lord you're talking about
4: well i don't i just i mean they are real i just you know it's just don't it is. believe them no i just i just don't follow them
2: well, what do you follow?
4: Treasure.
2: <laughs> I hear you, brother. Anyway, uh, we should probably get going.
3: Let's Agreed. go. I uh, I forgot. It's been a few weeks, so I actually forgot why we came here. Was it for? Was it for Lorcan?
0: Mm. Oh yeah, you want like a little bit of an update on your file?
3: Yeah, please, because I don't have it. Yeah, maybe we do, but
0: it's been a hot minute. minute. So, the file you decided to investigate was the file of Rhett Darkvain, who was interviewed, and uh, basically she said that her ex, um, who played for a band known as the Sidewalk Centaurs, um, they were playing a gig together, like a couple of weeks or days you're not really sure but um they were together and her ex like within the last couple of months after finding this weird necklace thing um started becoming super like quiet and standoffish and would like leave at random times and Um, She suspected that he had gotten into like cult activity. So that's why they ended up breaking up. And she said that um, on this night that she was playing a gig with him, he was trying to get her like back to like start dating again. Um, And then he took a call on his speaking stone and like excused himself. But she uh, was tired of like his secretiveness and like went out and like listened in on his call and heard a bunch of weird things, including. Um Dankson mentioning the name Bright Strike. She didn't hear him say that during his conversation.
3: Okay. Yeah, I guess we better go talk to Rhett. Mm-hmm.
0: Johnny Flames like, Yeah, I know. We gotta go meet Douglas at the bar that we're gonna be talking to Rhett at, so let, let let's get heading, I suppose. Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, yes. Right. So you guys, you guys walk through this little um, grouping of people that had rushed up and are waiting uh, expectantly at this like giant airship that had just touched down. You get the feeling they're maybe waiting for whoever's on there or whoever's getting on. Um, and you guys get ready to start heading into town. Um. And as you do, you're at this like little dock area. So uh, heading into town, you can very clearly see where it is because it's where like all the churches are and then you like keep going and then you enter the like actual like quote unquote business district because there's not a lot going on. There's like inns and taverns and stuff like that. Johnny Flames telling you all this as you guys are um, walking and as you're walking everybody give me a perception check
2: god I need new dice it's gonna be a nine 15
0: a number uh, 13 the way you guys are going you're kind of near the like edge border of Ashbourne Ashbourne isn't like evermore it doesn't have like a fence or anything it's just like forests and trees and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. and as you're f- walking um, Lorcan, you actually hear um, a couple of like muddled voices, and um, the sound, it sounds kind of like you can't quite make it out, but it just sounds like metal shaking. And it's like off to the right, like a ways, like towards the woods. Like it almost seems like it's kind of on the like actual like outskirts or the border of Ashbourne. In the like, you guys are are on a little. Yeah, you hear, like, metal and some, like, muddled voices just, like, chatting. Um, and it's, like, off in the, like, woodsier part because you guys are on a, like, trail right now. But it's it this place isn't, like, super modern like Evermore was. So it's not uncommon to just be, like, taking a little walk through the woods on these little dirt and maybe, like, uh, occasionally, like, stone trails and stuff.
2: Guys, I hear something off in the distance.
3: Uh Wolf has Wolf stops and has a sudden He stops and kind of just stands there for a second and then like He has a he has a look of realization and like he he reaches into his bag and puts on Silas's old mask like very quickly.
2: Oh good idea! I reach into my pack and put my battle goggles on. <laughs>
3: What are,
1: you, what are you putting on, Carrick? <laughs> Kar- uh, Carrick looks in his bag, doesn't see anything, and just kind of takes his cowboy hat and tips it over his eyes so he can't see them.
0: Yeah, Johnny Flame like looks around and starts patting his pockets. He's like, "Shit, do we have like cool like team gear now? Like, what is this? Is this something else I missed?" Yeah, get
4: with the get with the get with the thing, Johnny. Come on. <laughs>
0: Johnny Flame pulls out his cigar, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, and just, like, puts it in his here mouth. Comes, here comes hey.
2: the bright striking friends, and I hold up my fingers.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Johnny Flame looks at you, and then he's like, why are we stopped anyways?
2: Oh, I heard oh. a noise off in the distance. Should I yell?
3: I think you already are, my friend.
2: No, no, this is <laughs> this is talking.
3: Talking. <laughs> well, yeah, you
0: could have fooled me, man. <laughs> God,
2: everyone's a I mean,
0: critic. I mean, it could just because be I'm people.
2: peeking my mic doesn't mean anything. <laughs>
0: it could just be people in the woods. Like, I mean, you can yell if you want.
2: People in the woods.
0: <laughs> All right, so you yell that, um, and you hear the voices that you had heard go silent.
2: No, 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 make more noise. <laughs> we can't hear you now.
0: Silence.
2: Uh, do you, do you hear anything, McElroy? You have great perception.
0: Huh? Well, yeah, I do have great perception, don't I? Let me...
2: Yes, yeah, plus five yeah. on your checks.
0: Well, I rolled a three, so I don't hear nothing. <laughs> but, I just hear you I'm... shouting in my ears.
2: Oh, I'm sorry about that. I start rubbing his head.
0: This is all right. I could get into this.
2: Look, I can scratch too, and I start scratching.
0: Yeah, that—that's the good shit,
3: man.
2: Yep, I know. Well, let's go heading off in that direction and find a. Maybe they tripped or something, and they're just laying there, (laughs) quiet.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's what's happened. (laughs) And Johnny. There's a
2: mystery to solve.
0: Johnny Flames like I mean. If you heard, do you want us to come with you? Or are you going? Like, are we just...
2: Well, it wouldn't be Strike and friends if you stayed behind.
3: <laughs> I think he called you a friend, Johnny. And he goes with Lorcan. Oh,
2: crap. <laughs> Johnny Flame
0: kind of tries to hide a smile and he's like, I, I, I'm a bounty hunter. I'm not your friend. And he follows along with you guys anyways. Um, And as you get to where you heard like the voices coming from, you like push aside a tree and you see a mostly empty clearing in the woods. Um, And I say mostly empty because you see actually a very like strange and mostly sad sight. Because as you push these trees aside, you see first a cage that is, like, sitting on a little, like, pulley cart-looking thingy. Um, And it almost looks like a radio flyer wagon. But it's, like, you know, big enough just to, like, drag something, but not big enough that people would, like, ride in. Um, And sitting in this cage, you see a very young child orc is caged up and has like a um like cloth rag or something like shoved in his mouth basically so he can't make any noise um and you also see that like manacled and chained with his hands like out to each side onto two different giant trees is this massive orc that you've never seen before Um, but this orc is wearing the, um, clothes that you've seen, like, Stravin wear. He's not wearing, like, the Ozai-style orc, um, clothing. He is wearing more of, like, the Warlord-style clothing, and his mouth is also gagged. Um, and as he, like, he's chained to this tree and, like, straining against it and you can put two and two together that that's the metal that you heard um he kind of like looks at you and like he darts his eyes a little bit to the like left and as you look to the left you see that three people appear from behind a tree and two of them has their like bows drawn and one of them has a sword drawn and um you instantly see that these people they're like older there's like two older guys and one of the people with the bows is like a not older but like um middle-aged woman and all of them are wearing the clothing of the crimson cobras the thieves guild that you encountered weeks ago at this point um Actually, I guess maybe days ago. It's been a wild like, week for you. But <laughs> um, they are wearing the clothing of the Crimson Cobra. And you hear the woman goes, Now, you ain't the ones we were supposed to be meeting with. And well, how then do you, you know? Because he- <laughs> trust me, I know who I'm meeting. And then you hear a, a fourth voice. And it's coming from like the behind you guys in the woods and the voice just goes alright, I, I can't carry all these bags. I know I know I'm still earning my stripes here, but you guys gotta do a little bit of the hard lifting. And cresting through the trees is your old pal, Dirk Wainwright. <laughs> uh, the one that got away, if you will. And Make he's carrying Eric. all He's carrying all these people's bags and He looks at you and he's like, these are the chumps that I was telling you guys about. These are the one that killed all of our friends. And uh, he looks at the like oldest of the people. um, And he's like, actually, and he points at Lorcan Brightstrike. He's like, he's a little taller and a little fatter but he's the one that killed your son and the guy turns and looks at and Brightstrike and that is where we are going to end the session oh. can I say
2: one thing before we end
0: you always do anyways
2: <laughs> and I do it again Derek
0: <laughs> Johnny Flame and McElroy both dap you up <laughs> <laughs> alright Well, um so we've decided that we are going to make this one a two-parter um (laughs) this was part number one for chapter 14 and we are going to keep recording for part two so we're not going to bother doing our whole little spiel here you know the dealio anyways make sure you check out the beyond the roll where we're going to go over what happened in this episode and what's going to happen in the next episode and follow us on all the social medias do all that jazz but Stay tuned for part two of "Behold the Roll," chapter fourteen. Say goodbye, everybody. Later. Goodbye, everybody.
2: See you later.
0: Zach looked like he wanted to say something else. I gotta pee. Oh, okay. I'm gonna start a new recording so we can actually keep track of this stuff. <laughs>